guys, this is Latara. Welcome to the Veganish Podcast. Do me a favor, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at BeVeganish. And also come to my website at BeVeganish.com. Order your vegan meal prep and please enjoy the podcast. Veganish podcast. We have a special guest today, Dr. Richard Harris. Hey, what's going he on? Is going to be our resident doctor. So every few episodes, you guys will see him pop up. So make sure you guys send in your questions to the Veganish podcast at Gmail. And every time you send in some questions, we'll have a list for when he comes back, specifically health related, vegan related, plant based related. So. Dr. Harris, I used to met him online. <laughs> I stopped <laughs> you on what? Social media? That's true. On Facebook. Yeah, on, Facebook. <laughs> on Facebook. And we met for lunch one day and we ended up having stuff in common. And I love the way that he looks at health. He's more of a, does the holistic approach. He's not like every other doctor out here. So he is now part of my um, plant-based veganish family. So we are going to um, ask him some questions from the doctor's perspective because you guys were always asking me about, um, you know, well, is this healthy? What about my protein? Mm-hmm. Am I eating enough of this? Do I need meat for this? No, mm-hmm. we don't need all those things. So we're, we have him here to answer your questions. <laughs> <laughs> so first, tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, so I'm an internal medicine doctor. I'm also a pharmacist. I was born in Ohio, but don't hold that against me. I'm a, I'm a Texan now. <laughs> I claim Texas. So um, I originally got in the, the health and wellness in the holistic sphere is because I saw my parents not take care of themselves. Mm. And now they've retired and they have all the money to do what they want to do, but they're spending all their time at doctor's visits. Oh, man. Yeah. And then I realized that, you know what? I have the same genes. <laughs> so if I don't take care of myself, that's where I'm going to be. And then med school didn't teach me about how to be a holistic physician, so I taught myself. And then now I follow on the journey along with my clients and everyone who listens to my podcast and everything. I love that. Okay, so we know you're not vegan. We're not going to hold that against you. (laughs) I'll still let you be on the episode, okay? I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you you so much. But I know you support a plant-based lifestyle. Absolutely. So for all the people out there who think that being plant-based is not healthy, Mm -hmm. what is your answer to that? It's completely healthier than eating McDonald's every day, right? So I'm a big proponent of whole food plans. So as long as you're eating what I tell people, if it doesn't walk, swim, run, or come from the ground, don't eat it, right? Right. That's whole food. That's nutritious. That's if if a well-formulated plant-based diet can have a lot of healthy benefits. 
You guys heard it here first, so I don't want to hear see any questions about that. <laughs> now, the number one question that most vegans get is, where do you get your protein? Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks that you have to have a big ribeye. You have to have a piece of chicken breast to get protein. Mm-hmm. What do you say to that? Well, we know that's not true, right? There are tons of vegan athletes who do very well being vegan. You, most people, this comes from a misconception of how much protein we actually need per day, right? So most people overestimate how much protein you need. The studies show that on average, it's about 0.7 grams per pound. Wow. Which is not that much. It's not. It's really not that much protein. So even someone like me, you know, I weigh 200 pounds. I get in about... Uh, maybe 100, 150 grams of protein, depending on my workout schedule, right? So that's not that much, and that's not that hard to get. Mm-hmm. And so there are plenty of plant-based protein sources. You know, a lot of people do soy, edamame, that kind of thing. Right. Do uh, uh, legumes, beans, yes. nuts. I mean, nuts are one of my favorite sources of protein. So how many nuts do you have to eat in a day to have enough protein? Not that many, right? Because they're so calorie dense that a handful of nuts will give you like 300 uh, calories. Wow. Okay. And so they're loaded with good fats, loaded with protein, will help you feel full throughout the day and also have uh, antioxidants and other minerals and vitamins. So, you know, nuts are one of my favorite plant-based foods. I like them too. I'm a big fan of almonds. Mm Mm-hmm. Even though they have flavors, is that okay yeah. that I'm having almonds with flavors? Yeah. Almonds, walnuts, and uh, macadamia nuts are the best. Oh, pecans are right under that. What you want to avoid are cashews. Cashews are actually a fruit. Huh. Yeah, yeah. I just learned something new. <laughs> Cashew is a fruit. Right. They have. They don't have as good of a fat profile as the wal- walnuts and macadamia nuts are the best. Then pecans and peanuts. Okay, noted. Cashew is a fruit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that is definitely the fun fact of the day. Yep. I'm going to post that on Facebook. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you for that. You're welcome. So for people who go plant-based, mm-hmm. typically they become deficient in certain things. Mm-hmm. So what are the top three things that they become deficient in mm-hmm. and how can they replace that? Sure. So a lot of times there are only certain things that we get a lot from meat sources. One of them is B vitamins. Okay. Right. And so we can see B vitamin deficiencies in people who are plant based for a long time. Now, again, this is something that can be tested. You can get checked for that. So a lot of times people have to supplement B vitamins. Okay. Another one is iron. Yes. Right. We think about iron. Iron mainly comes from meat sources as well. Yes. And so this is especially important for women. You know, a lot of women are already a little bit anemic. Yes. Right. So supplementing iron is something that may have to happen. But when you supplement iron, you want to supplement vitamin C with it as well, because that helps absorb the iron. Okay. Right. Okay. And the third one is, again, another mineral, and that's zinc. Zinc is very important to the human body. It's involved with our immune system. It's involved with our muscles. It's involved with our brain. I mean, all over the place. What is where? What foods can you get zinc from? It's like again, mainly it's it's meat sources. Okay, so, so you have to take the supplement. Right. Okay. So those are the top three that I usually uh, will will counsel people on. Mm-hmm. There are there are some others, but I'm sure we'll post some information <laughs> for sure about that, just so you can be aware of the things that that you need to take. Now, again, I'm all for 
a whole food plan. But when you're categorically eliminating something, there are some things that you have to be aware of. Yes. Right. And so when we want people, I'm fully aware people are going to be vegan. I love it. Be vegan. (laughs) Be vegan. But know what you need to supplement and know what you need to do to augment your lifestyle. So I have a lot of people who contact me about keto. Mm -hmm. And I know that you can be keto vegan, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So what would that consist of? Keto vegan is a little bit harder, but you can do it, okay. right? And so in general, keto is just a high-fat, moderate-protein, low-carb plan, right? Uh-huh. And so in general, if you just want to ballpark, what I tell people is you start with a three-to-one ratio. So three fats for every one carbon protein. Oh, okay. Right? So that, if you do that, that'll, that'll get you around keto. Now, to do that and be vegan... You have to avoid a lot of the things that we think are healthy, like sweet potatoes and fruits, and do more vegetables, a lot of nuts, a lot of, of um, olive oil and I healthy like oils. I that's going to make me really skinny. Maybe I should try this keto vegan. Because you have a keto group online. Yes, yes. So what is your Facebook keto group called? Uh, our Facebook keto group is called Keto Connected. Uh, we post recipes, science, and I do videos in there. It's a lot of informative information about how to do keto right. Because just like being vegan, you can do vegan wrong. 100%. You can do keto wrong. 100%. Right? And so we want to get information out there about how to do these plans correctly. Okay. So I think I want to try the keto vegan. I feel like um, it's going to be the success story of how I'm going to lose these last 10 pounds. (laughs) 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 Because I I never was a big fan of carbs Mm -hmm. until I went vegan. Mm -hmm. And now I love carbs Mm -hmm. and we need to I need to balance this out. Right. So that's a common mistake that a lot of vegans make. I know. Right. Because there's there's I call them the juicy vegans. Mm -hmm. (laughs) People turn vegan and they gain weight. It's because they overload on carbs because they don't know what else to eat. Right. Right. So, okay. Okay. Yep. So what about people who want their children to be vegan? I have mm-hmm. a lot of people who contact me saying that I don't think it's going to be right for my child. My child needs more food. What do mm-hmm. you think about children being plant-based? I think it's perfectly okay for children to be plant-based, but not completely devoid of those, of those other new, uh, food groups. The reason for that is there's no data. Right. Hmm. It's very hard to find data on, on children, even with keto. Right. right. When people come to me about keto, say, hey, can my kid be keto? I said, make your kid low carb, but I wouldn't categorically exclude a whole group for children. And the reason for that is we just don't know. Hmm. Yeah. But in general, I think what a lot of people do is we overemphasize meat. If you look at my intake for the day, I eat some eggs in the morning and then I may have a little bit for dinner. Mm-hmm. But that's it. But if you look at most of my plates, it's full of plants and vegetables, right? So even if you have a kid and you want them to be plant-based, I think that's ideal. Right. It's a, I think so, too. Yeah. Because I, I think a lot of people feel like their kids are going to be missing something, mm-hmm. but it's all about education. Right, right. Okay. So anything else you want to tell us about, you know, the right way to be plant-based? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of common mistakes, like you said before, when it comes to people overloading on carbs, mm-hmm. people overloading on just just eating fruit all day because they right. don't know what else to eat. Right. So I, I always say a good approach is to, when you're going to transition, mm-hmm. is to kind of flip your plate to where the meat 
I mean, not the meat, I'm sorry, the vegetables and maybe your sides are bigger than your meat portion. Right, right. And then from there, kind of mm-hmm. slowly mm-hmm. get rid of the meat. Is that a right. good way to approach it? Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's actually what I did is I, I flipped it. I used to have a big portion of meat, small portion of vegetables. Now, if you look at my plate, most days I have a big portion of veggies, small portion of meat. Right. Right. And so that's a good place to start. With anything that you do as far as the nutrition space, Research it first. Find people who know what they're talking about, people you trust, and go talk to them. Mm-hmm. Because the analogy I always use is if you're trying to learn how to swim, you don't just jump in a pool. <laughs> right. Right? That's right. going to lead to a catastrophic <laughs> <laughs> mistake. Right. Right? <laughs> right. That, yeah. That's not the way. <laughs> That's not the way. And so you don't just say, I'm going to be vegan one day and then just go try to be vegan. No, you find people you know who are doing it, who are successful with it, who know what they're talking about, and you say, okay, how do I get started? Mm-hmm. Right. And I always tell people, don't make dramatic changes because your body may freak out. Even when going keto, I tell people, don't just become keto overnight. Right. Right. Gradually ease yourself into it. And the advice you gave is perfect. Just slowly increase the amount of vegetables, slowly decrease the amount of meat. And you may get to a point where you feel more in equilibrium. Right. Who who do you think out of, you know, there's so many health issues now that mm-hmm. are getting worse and worse mm-hmm. by the day it feels mm-hmm. like what do you think so like high blood pressure mm-hmm. heart problems what category of people do you think benefit the most from going plant-based if you would talk to people it would probably be uh heart disease right mm. because heart disease is still uh a big time contributor to death and, and disease in america right the rates had gone down but they've stalled and what we're afraid of right now is the rates of heart disease are going to come back up. Wow. Well, cardiovascular disease, I mean heart disease and, and strokes, vessel disease. And so a lot of the plant-based proponents who are physicians are cardiologists wow. or heart doctors. Okay. And so you've even seen case reports of people completely removing the plaque from their arteries just by going to a whole food plant-based nutrition plan. Wow. Okay. Because I have a lot of clients who come to me with heart problems. Mm-hmm. Um, high blood pressure, mm-hmm. diabetes, those are the most common ones. Mm-hmm. And lately, even I have people who've been bringing their children who have um, ADHD. Mm-hmm. Do you think that plays a part in what, what they eat as well? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we've, and, and the sphere of medicine I'm in, we've seen children dramatically changed by going to a whole food nutrition plan. Dramatically. ADHD is most likely a condition where the brain literally does not get enough energy wow and that's because we're feeding our children these processed foods that are high in calories but low in nutritional value and they're super high in in carbohydrates and then so the body what happens is these these neurons get overexcited these brain cells get overexcited and then they're not able to function as well okay okay and so they, they they then they become in an energy deficit so going to a whole food plan, going to a nutritious plan that has a lot more minerals and vitamins and antioxidants has changed around a lot of children's lives. That's amazing. I'm so excited. I hope you guys who were scared to go plant-based <laughs> will mm-hmm. hear some of the things that Dr. Harris said 
and maybe incorporate into your life. Do a little bit more research. Email us. You guys, we will have a, you can send some messages down on the subscribe and hear us every week. We will have different things, notes for you, different things for you guys to look up and read on. And Dr. Harris will be back. So please send in your questions. If you have questions for the doctor, send them in. And we will make sure that he will come back to answer all your questions. Absolutely. Thank you for watching the Veganish Podcast. We'll see you again soon.